0: product companies like a Microsoft to a Google to a Flipkart to hire data scientists and machine learning engineers. Uh, So yeah, so to do well in this career, again, programming is a very important skill.
1: Hi there, welcome back to the second episode of Campus XP, an exclusive podcast series brought to you by Upgrad Campus. In this episode, we will be talking about future-proofing your tech career. So in the current world that we live in, it is evident that technology adoption has massively increased from how it was a decade ago. From huge room-sized computers to handheld mobile phones, technology has come a long way. The growth and trends of the technical world have paved the way for so many emerging technologies starting from artificial intelligence, machine learning, blockchain, the internet of things, and so on and so forth. To talk about this, we have a very special guest joining us today. We have with us Kashyap, the Head of Content for New Age Specializations at Upgrad Campus. So Kashyap, tell us a bit about yourself, what are you passionate about and how you got intrigued by this whole realm of tech specializations.
0: So I started off as an engineer like lot of us in India do. I did my B.Tech from ITBHU in mechanical engineering in oh. 2014, got a campus placement, which is like a lottery. But yeah, after that, I have been almost a decade in ed tech now. I started off from the school space and then uh, saw all these, you know, emerging technologies, cool stuff happening in India, uh, the data science and the tech revolution. So, yeah, I've been in the higher ed space for the last five years and I've been really passionate about getting students placed.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Uh, So talking about tech programs, I have to say this. Almost every college student I come across has one thing in common. They're all getting bombarded with so many opportunities. Data and information is floating everywhere. So I would like to ask you, what is the in thing today in the emerging technology space? Uh, What should college students be
0: choosing? And how do you see these trends kind of changing in the next five years? So I am going to answer your last question with another question, which is, is this really the best question? <laughs> well, there is some merit to this question. But you know, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon once said, people are obsessed with what is going to change but perhaps the better question is what is not going to change in the next 5 years or 10 years right so he i'll quote him he says it's impossible to imagine a future 10 years from now where a customer comes up and says jeff i love amazon i just wish the prices were a little higher <laughs> or i love amazon yeah. i just wish you deliver a little more slowly impossible right yeah. so hence amazon chose to focus on price and delivery and became the best brand that they are right now.
1: Hmm, So basically that means we should focus on things that won't change rather than focusing on things that will, right? Uh, But Kashyap, how is this relevant
0: to college students or folks just finishing school? Well, you know, careers of the future, in fact, careers even of today are something like these business trends that I talked about, right? The landscape of technology keeps changing so fast that it is important to consider what skill is not going to change over time. What valuable set of skills can someone gather that will basically stand the test of time? Wow, that's really interesting. So what are some of these skills that you're talking about? Right, so I'll talk about four very fundamental skills in today's uh, 21st century. The first, most important, is the skill to learn. Right, when our uh, father, when our parents and grandparents were in their careers, uh, they typically took one trade and stuck to it. Say, someone worked in a steel factory for all their life or a bank all their life. Right. But studies say that millennials would switch up to 12 jobs in their career. Right. So the skill to keep learning, keep adopting, keep unlearning is very important. That's the first one. The second one is problem solving. A core difference between how we work in the industry versus say what we do in school is that you don't get a very structured problem beforehand. You'll get something like my sales are falling now come up with strategies to increase it right so how do you bring a structured approach to this problem which is like chaotic problem and then solve it Uh, finally there is communication right all of these great things that you can do don't mean anything unless you can communicate it to the different kinds of audience Right. And all of these are sort of time tested skills. uh, But the one skill of the 21st century is programming. Uh, Everyone can have like a range of programming skills. But if you are listening in today, that is one skill you have to learn. Right. Because the world is going to be written in this language, the language of programming. The tool might keep on changing, but everything from a website to the app, most of the products you consume. Today, tomorrow will involve some aspect of programming. So, yes, that is a skill that will hold you in good stead uh, lifelong.
1: I think uh, your insights
0: on programming are
1: uh, really wonderful, and I had never thought about it that way. Uh, so, well, right now, uh, it seems very abstract to me, to be very honest. I want to know how exactly these skills can be developed, or are these even enough? And doesn't the industry need something more
0: tangible? Yeah, this is where things get really interesting. Uh, You're right, because while these skills are invaluable, they have to be learned and applied in context with what the industry requires. So you can get a rewarding start to your career as well as set yourself up for long term success. Right. So one way I think about it, you should pick something which the world requires right now in the near term, right, which has a lot of jobs out there. Plus, this should be interesting to you. Otherwise, you will never stick around to do all the challenging work, right? And yeah, it has to be also challenging enough for you. It shouldn't be something that bores you. This coupled with long term skills will give you a great start to the career. Another way to think about this is sometimes you would have seen some of your friends or maybe you are that person who is really good in one sport, has played that at a good level, right? Mm -hmm. Now when they go and play another sport, it takes them a very short duration to get, you know, some basic skills at least in it, right? Mm -hmm. Say someone's great at cricket, they they pick up the table tennis bat and in two days they're beating someone uh, who's not the sports person to put it in Mm -hmm. double quotes, right? So this is something, uh, you know, similar to what I'm talking about. Now coming to our specific context of Uh, tech Uh, Careers, right? For example, to learn the skill of learning, you can pick something challenging. Uh, Maybe you have struggled with uh, maths or have been decent at it till school, but you pick something like data analytics, data science, which requires a bit of mathematical challenge. And yeah, so that will allow you to learn uh, the skill of learning, right? Then again, I talked about problem solving. So the same field of data science and analytics brings a lot of structured thinking to your mind. Typically, uh, um, you will get a business problem, you need to translate it. The mathematical problem, and you teach a lot of framework. We teach a lot of frameworks for doing this kind of stuff. So you learn that specific thing that will help you in your first job. Plus, you also learn general problem solving. Uh, On the same vein, uh, for communication, once say you learn some of these technical skills, right? You go and participate in competitions. You present this, put this on a PPT. You present it to a, a jury, and yeah, you will end up learning communication skills. And finally, like I said, programming is the number one skill of uh, today as well as tomorrow. You pick a programming language which is in vogue right now, but don't think of yourself as having to master just that language. Rather, learn the general skills in programming like data structures, algorithms, which will help you in the long term. I get it now. So having said this, what are some tools and
1: technologies that are in demand right now and how do you see this changing over the next couple of years?
0: Right. So like we talked about, I think both of us have mentioned this data science and machine learning, right? That's really big and increasing right now. So there are applications ranging from chatbots to recommender systems to credit card fraud detection. So a lot of applications in the industry right now, which a lot of it even we are consuming right now. And, you know, there are service firms like Mu Sigma as well as product companies like a Microsoft to a Google to a Flipkart to hire data scientists and machine learning engineers. Uh, So yeah. So to do well in this career again, programming is a very important skill Mm. Uh, so yeah uh, within programming python is very big right now when it comes to analytics machine learning data science but even for software engineers and yeah software engineers can uh, continue to be the number one career for freshers right now right and then if i talk about some other programming languages java and javascript have been there in the game for a long time but they still sort of rule the roost when it comes to web development uh, right. So these are like trends that I can see right now. If we talk about a bit into the future, things like blockchain are really getting big. Then there is Web 3.0, uh, which is an application of blockchain along with software engineering. There is Internet of Things, uh, cloud computing, and finally cybersecurity. We all keep seeing the news about hacking and stuff like that. Right. So these are big fields. And uh, maybe in some future for podcasts, we'll go deeper into a few of those. That's amazing.
1: Talking more about Upgrad Campus programs, how does our learning experience team ensure this balance of long-term skills and emerging technology delivered to our students? Isn't this very challenging?
0: Yeah, you're right. This is always the challenge. Uh, So one way we have tried to approach this is we start all our courses with fundamentals, which I talked about earlier also, right? Uh, For example, we'll start a coding program with fundamentals of programming, data structure algorithms. We'll start a data analytics program with business problem solving, teaching more general stuff. We'll teach basics of Excel, basic statistics. We all know that we have seen students really struggle in statistics, uh, typically after school or early college, right? Mm -hmm. So we start with this basic uh, and then build a, Strong foundation based based on which we they can learn students can learn more specific concepts and tools right and even when we teach those specific stuff we map it to the broader skill let me give an example uh, say in the AI ML uh, in the machine learning program right there is a, a there is a technique called deep learning uh, so deep learning is an advanced AI technique there are a lot of applications from uh, you know self driving cars of the future to recommender systems in a Netflix that is created using this. So right now there is a framework called uh, TensorFlow which is famous, very you know uh, uh, hot in the market right now. So we will teach TensorFlow but also in parallel the students will learn long term skills like mathematical programming computational skills so that if and, you know, sometime in the future, there is some other framework which replaces TensorFlow, some other technique which replaces deep learning, they'll be equipped enough to learn that also, right? So, yeah, this is how we approach this. And how we are able to do this is working very closely with industry expert. So, our industry experts are practicing what they're teaching day in and day out in their jobs, right? Say you get an ML engineer from Microsoft who is teaching you. Then they have practical experience building these products. They have seen trends changing over the years. They interview candidates every day, right? So they know how to mix this, you know, long-term as well as uh, immediate tools and deliver the experience for our students.
1: Okay, so this has opened a lot of boxes for our learners. You have definitely imparted the basic knowledge required for any fresher to break into the tech industry. Uh, so would you like to share any parting thoughts with us uh, on yeah, this? Yes, so I
0: have talked a bit about some of the things we do at Upgrad Campus. If I have to put that in one sentence, we try to make sure that our students present near future, as well as long-term career successes enabled. Try and help them acquire the skills to make sure that emerging trends like automation will not end up taking their jobs. Rather, they will be the ones creating the trends of the future. Wow, that was
1: indeed a splendid session. We'll definitely cover more on this in the upcoming episodes. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, Kashyap. I loved the conversation and I'm sure the audience will love it too. That's it for today, folks. Thank you for listening to this episode of Campus XP. Do not forget to like this episode and share it with people you know. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we bring a special guest to talk about new age specializations in the management domain. Upgrad Campus is devoted to transforming Indian colleges and universities into next gen institutions. If you are looking to upgrade your classrooms digitally or want to offer new age specialized degrees and certifications to your students, visit us at college.upgradcampus.com. For more details, check out the description below.